This is Monday Motivation, episode number 164. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? I just wanted to quickly remind you that if you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Mine is Himalaya. For those of you that have not heard of Himalaya, it's an epic brand new podcast app which has so many awesome and unique features no other podcast app has, like episode and channel playlists. It's free, so easy to find new shows, and is really user-friendly. So head on over to the app or Google Play Store to download it today. Don't forget to follow me once you're done so that you can listen to my episodes one day earlier than they're usually released. Pretty cool, huh? Today's podcast is brought to you by Samina Sleep, which I'm so excited to tell you about. For those of you who've been a long-time listener to my show will know there's a common piece of advice with all the health and wellness experts I've had on, and that is they all highlight the importance of sleep. Getting our eight hours of deep, good quality Zs is so imperative for our body, mind, and spirit. We can all relate to that sluggish, groggy feeling after a bad night's sleep or not enough sleep. You just don't feel like the best version of you. And not only do we spend one third of our life in bed, this is where so much rejuvenation and magic happens. And a Samina sleep system can help make those eight hours even more deep rejuvenating, detoxifying, and healing. You see, our home, and especially our bedroom, should be a wellness sanctuary and as toxic-free as possible. And our beds can contain many toxins such as formaldehyde, synthetic non-breathable materials, and harmful chemicals such as flame retardants. Also, many memory foam mattresses often do not disclose their contents, but have been found to have VOCs, benzenes, and other potentially carcinogenic materials. Gross, huh? Now, the reason I know all of this is because if you follow me on Instagram, you will know that I've recently finished renovating our dream home, which we did as low tox as possible. The paints, the glues, the materials we used were all low tox. And we wanted to make sure that the place that we spend eight hours every single night was as toxic free as possible, which is why we got a Samina sleep system. And another thing I learned doing my research was that most traditional mattresses encourages trapping moisture from your sweat and drool to remain inside so dust mites colonize inside the mattress. That is so gross, huh? 
And also a lot of other beds and mattresses have metal springs and they'll put into the mattress and the bed frame. Now, this was before we had electricity running through the walls, Wi-Fi routers inside our homes and RF devices everywhere. And these metal springs in our mattress and in our bases act like little antennas, attracting that bad frequency to you, to your body, to your cells all night long. So we're basically sleeping on Wi-Fi magnets. Great, huh? So one of the other epic things about Samina is that there are no springs or no metal at all which means you are safe all night long and your rejuvenating, your healing, your detoxification can go even deeper. It's also an epic bed for couples because it has individual back support on each side. It's temperature regulated and it's not too soft. So if you want to take your healing and your sleep to the next level, head to melissaambrosini.com forward slash Samina S-A-M-I-N-A to get 10% off your Samina sleep system and enjoy, soak it up. It is so good. Self-love is not selfish. The most loving person is the person who is self-centered. Neil Donald Walsh from Conversations with God. Let's get one thing straight. Self-love is not selfish. Self-love is the cornerstone of happiness. However, it's a concept that some people really struggle with. I used to struggle with it too but let me break this down for you. In order for you to be the best, happiest, shiniest version of yourself, you need to fill yourself up first so that you are overflowing and bursting with love. It is only then that you can show up to the world as the best version of you. If you aren't flexing your self-love muscle and looking after yourself, you will show up to the world as the cranky, half-assed version of yourself. Do you want to show up in the world as the cranky wife, mother, sister, daughter, work colleague, or boss? Hell no. I personally want to show up every single day as the full blissed version of me. The best wife, the best bonus mama, sister, daughter, boss, teacher, and soul sister. I want to show up as the best me. And in order to do this, I have to look after myself. I have to flex my self-love muscle every single day, not just once a week or twice a week. And I can hear the mamas saying now, but Melissa, I have four children under the age of nine and can't even steal five minutes by myself to pee in peace. I hear you. However, Just like on the aeroplanes, you have to put on your own oxygen mask first before you help the person next to you. 
You have to help yourself first and foremost. You're no good to anyone, even your kids, if you aren't the full bursting with love you. I know this can be a hard concept to grasp, but bear with me. Try it out for a week and see how you feel. All it takes is five minutes alone. Maybe lock yourself in the loo and close your eyes and just breathe deeply. Or you could grab a cup of tea and get the sunshine on your face. You know, commit to that for just one single week. That's it. And feel the difference. Many years ago, this concept was a really hard one for me to grasp because I grew up watching all of the women in my life, especially my mother and my nonna, put everyone else before themselves. In fact, my mum still does. They would bend over backwards for us kids and as a result, end up exhausted, sick and run down. My mother is amazing. One of the most giving, nurturing and generous and loving people I know. Mum always goes above and beyond for everyone else, putting everyone else first and herself always last. Whenever we would go over to a family member's house or a friend's house, she would always show up with something. She would never, ever show up empty-handed. She was always accompanied by home-baked cookies or a fresh batch of flowers or a fresh bunch of flowers to express her love and appreciation. Still to this day, she does the same. I also remember when a family member or a friend or even the lady that lived down the street was unwell, she would make them her homemade lasagna from scratch. It was her specialty and her beautiful, delicious crumb chicken. And she would take that to them. Now, my mom is a nurse and used to be a midwife as well. So she naturally has that really nurturing and loving nature about her. And growing up, she worked night duty so that she could take my sister, brother and I to school. She would work all night from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. She would get home, iron our uniforms, make our lunch, and then do the school drop-off to three different schools, I might add. She would then come home and sleep from about 9 till 2.30, and then it was back in the car to pick us all up and drop my sister at tutoring, me at dancing, and my brother at rugby practice. Now, most of the time, she would sleep in the car whilst I was at dancing because she was too tired to drive home and then come back out again. Bless her. After all of the activities, it was home for a beautiful meal that she somehow found the time to prepare. I have no idea how she did that. Followed by homework and then bed. And if she was lucky, she could sneak in a few more hours of sleep on the couch from like 7.30 till 8.30 p.m. before it was time to head back out to night duty again. And I remember how exhausted she always was. I remember her falling asleep at every opportunity she got. Now, sometimes she would even doze off for a minute or two when we were stopped at the traffic lights on the way home from dancing or school and she would get me to wake her when the light turned green. Now, back then, I thought that that was just what mums did. They sacrificed themselves for their children. But this is not the way I want to live my life. And I'm guessing it's not the way you want to live yours either. 
I know mum did all of those things for us kids and I'm so incredibly grateful. But you don't have to live your life like that. You don't have to burn yourself out like that. And I've also seen way too many cases with where people put their children first their entire life. Actually, their children are their entire life. And when their kids finally move out of home, they suddenly feel like their life has lost all meaning and the void manifests as an illness or a disease or a classic midlife crisis. Now, we don't have to live like that either. Just because you choose to fill yourself up and address your own needs doesn't mean you love your children any less. It actually means quite the opposite. It means that you love your children so much that you wanna be fully present and bursting with love when you're with them and give them the absolute best version of you because that is what they deserve. So here's a good way to think of it. Imagine a mug of water sitting on a saucer. The mug is overflowing with water and it's pouring out of the mug onto the saucer. Now, because the mug is overflowing, you have extra water in the saucer to give freely to others. But if your mug is only half full, you don't have much to share around. So let's make sure that we are overflowing with love first so that we can give from that overflowing place of love. And remember, self-love is not selfish. It is imperative for you to be the fullest, shiniest, happiest version of you. 